With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we welcome you into the Handicast for Monday, November the 22nd. Thank you for making us a part of your day. As we get into the holiday week, the final week of the regular season for LSU football, I want to get into the coaching search uh, in just a second, but I want to start with Eli Ricks putting his name into the transfer portal. We, we told you back when Ogeron was uh, was dismissed but was going to stay on that this was this was going to happen, not with Ricks, but with players into the, into the portal. And it, it's not... Uh, uncommon with uh, a coaching search that players are going to leave. So you're just going to have to deal with this and know that uh, it is probably not the last. Two things happen with every coaching search when it comes to players. Some players that had no intention of leaving end up leaving, either because of uncertainty with who the hire is going to be, which is the case here, or when the new guy comes in, they just do not share a, a similar vision. The second thing that's going to happen is going to be more pleasant, but it's going to take some time, which is that players that previously had not considered LSU will instead consider them because of uh, their previous relationship with whoever it is LSU ends up hiring. So uh, whereas a player as talented as Ricks to lose him is, is obviously very painful for LSU. Uh, and I'm disappointed that he didn't at least stick it out to see who the new coach was. I mean, I'm not saying stick it out for another year. Uh, Ricks is going to play next year and he's going to go pro. So I'm not saying you would have had to stick around for the whole year. But at least see who they hire. I mean, school's not over. You have to finish the semester. So you're going to be here another couple weeks anyway. If you're as talented as Eli Ricks... You're not going to have any shortage of scholarship offers. You know, that's one of the underreported things, I think, about the portal is the number of players that put themselves into the portal but are not issued another scholarship offer from somewhere else. Uh, It's better than two-thirds of them when you go across all sports at all levels, okay? It's stories that don't get uh, maybe a, a lot of talk, but... When you put that many names in the portal, just a lot of them don't have a scholarship offer somewhere else. That wouldn't be the case for Eli Ricks. Eli Ricks uh, is a free agent, which I guess he is now, will be as soon as the semester's over. Um, he could pretty much he could pretty much go anywhere he wanted, um, it, whether it be another SEC school, Ohio State. There's nobody that would turn a transfer from Eli Ricks down. So that's that's not it. I, I would have rather he stuck around to see who the new coach was, first of all, because none of us not named Scott Woodward seemed to know. And I would have liked that he maybe had gone through a, a spring practice and said, hey, you know what, I'm going to stay here in the spring. I'm going to go through practice. I'm going to you know, keep my academics in order. And then if it works, great. If it doesn't, next summer, no problem. Find another school. You can transfer after the spring. Happens all the time. But I do think that this signals the beginning of what 
LSU's next coach has got to define as a culture change. And by that, I mean that uh, it has gotten away a little bit from the school that it's about furthering your football career without just saying, hey, you know what, I'm three years and I'm out. And if it doesn't happen for me in the first year here, then I'm going to opt out and go somewhere else. They've got to be very careful that that culture doesn't take hold. I think that towards the end of the Miles era, and through most of the Ogeron era, one of the biggest selling points in recruiting is obviously your ability to be drafted high. The NFLSU thing is a wonderful recruiting tool, but I wonder if maybe it is it has gone too far in that you have a, a huge number of players, not a huge number of players, a number of players that are saying, you know what, I can get to the NFL from somewhere else and I'm not really interested in being here. The culture change that has to come is it may cost you some talented players, but everybody has to want to be here. If I were the new coach, and this is just my piece of advice to the next coach who hasn't been here, I would say, Give everybody an opportunity to come back, but if anybody doesn't, don't spend the don't spend your your energy fighting it. There are some players where if if you were a seated head coach and you'd been with that guy and recruiting for a while and you've been through the been through the wars together, you would say, well, you know what, that guy's worth me putting my job on the line. I, I'm not for that for any one player. I think you have to establish a culture that is. It's going to be about all of us because what's good for you is good for us. If you play well, you're going to get drafted higher. You're going to uh, you're going to be a better football player. That's good for our team. It's got to be good for our team. And it can't just be it's all about me. There's too much all about me this year. There's too much, hey, if we lose one or two games, I'm done. I mean, that's what that's essentially what Derek Stingley did. And Derek Stingley's still going to be a very high draft pick. But after they lost a couple of games, like, ah, you know what? I'm done. I understand that the NFLSU thing has gotten them recruiting classes that are highly ranked, a ton of players that are drafted, and it's one of a championship. You just can't let it go too far because then if you don't win – at the level of the 19 team one, then you run the risk of everybody uh, saying man overboard. And so that culture change, I wouldn't spend a whole lot of time uh, if I'm a new coach trying to talk Eli Ricks out of it. I would say, I would sit him down and say, hey, listen, we can offer you everything in the world here. Top flight school, big time football program, uh, a vision for what we want to do to win. And you're in the best conference. You're on, you know, there's no bigger spotlight that can shine on you anywhere else in college football. There are a number of schools that do the same thing, but it's it's not like you're you're going to go unnoticed at LSU. And then if he said no, I don't want to be here, I that that would be the end of the conversation. It's got to be about guys that don't just want to improve themselves as football players and get an education, all that stuff. It's got to be a, a certain amount of buy-in to team, and I feel like. They had it in 19, man. They, they had a buy-in. I mean, I understand they had all these talented kids, but you also had a buy-in to team. You had leadership. That has slipped in the last two seasons. There's no question about it. And I just, I'd just i be very careful about having it slip very much further. 
And so for, for Eli Ricks, uh, he'll likely finish his college career somewhere else, go on and be a great pro. I thought he was a really, really good player here. And it's, uh, it's a shame that he, he's going to leave. But as bluntly as I can put it, if I'm the next coach here, I don't want anybody here who doesn't want to be here and doesn't want to be here for the right reasons. So uh, best of luck. Uh, you know, Ricks will, Ricks will do fine. He'll be a really good player and a high draft pick. But um, the culture change. I think here is as important as anything uh, that that is going to go on with this coaching hire, more so than offensive and defensive schematics, recruiting prowess, staffing. The most important thing is going to be to get the culture back right. Because when it is here, it's a pretty powerful thing. We're brought to you by Supreme Rice and SupremeRice.com. Support our Louisiana farmers down in Crowley, Louisiana since the 1930s. You know, whether it's a jambalaya or a gumbo or an etouffee or, hey, rice dressing this week. You're making rice dressing for Thanksgiving. Please don't tell me you're one of those people that doesn't make rice dressing for Thanksgiving. Look, make it with Supreme Rice. Whether it's the brown, the long grain, or the jasmine, which is our personal favorite, you can get Supreme Rice at all of your AG Food dealers, all your Costco's, all of your Walmarts, including your Walmart neighborhood markets, all of your Rouse's. Stretch that food dollar with Supreme Rice. For more information and great recipes, go to SupremeRice.com. So the LSU coaching search. Um, Reese Davis put a lot of people on uh, edge this weekend when he uh, went public and said that he thought the next LSU coach would be Bill O'Brien. Uh, we addressed O'Brien specifically on Friday's podcast. You can go back and uh, listen to that one. If you want to talk about Bill O'Brien, what I want to talk about is where the uh, the push is coming from. And it, it, the push for all of these coaches, whether it is six weeks ago or this week or next week, is coming from the same place that it has always come. You ever, you ever wonder why uh, certain names are hot on certain days? It's the agent's. And the agents are the agents are pushing the envelope as much as they can right now because we're about to the witching hour. And the Florida job opening up this weekend is only gonna add fuel to the fire. So when you hear start certain names start to get pushed at this time, know that it's almost always coming from an agent who is working for a client. So I don't I don't think Scott Woodward had some certain revelation uh one day and said hey today is the guy i'm going to think about fill in the blank today's uh dave aranda day or today's billy napier day or today is uh bill o'brien day i think the the fans do that to themselves woodward doesn't even have to uh you know plant stories the stories will the stories will plant themselves they'll come from agents and message boards and twitter and you know seeming little little innocent comments that you know hey is, is he trying to say something uh i don't think that um woodward's timeline has been altered in any way by what has transpired over the over the last several weeks except to say that if he is pursuing a coach that Florida is pursuing. It may cost him a little bit more money. Um, LSU went through this with Texas, uh, you know, with uh, with Tom Herman. They thought they had a deal on the hook, and the the price of poker went up, and Herman ended up at Texas. As it turned out, that worked out pretty well for LSU, but it could happen again. 
But I don't think Woodward's timeline has been altered. I don't think his list has been altered. I think the only thing that the Florida job opening could uh, could be affected is the price. If Woodward has a deal in place, or what, what he feels like is the parameters of a deal in place, and he feels like Florida might get involved, that this is going to cost him more money. But I don't think it has changed his list at all. I don't think it has changed the order on his list at all. And I don't think it has changed his timeline. I think that Scott Woodward wants to have a football coach in place as soon as he possibly can. And the only thing that would prohibit that from being very early next week is if that coach is playing in a conference championship game. So I don't, uh, D- Davis is, uh, is very well connected and he's obviously an Alabama alum. Um, and I've, I've met Reese Davis before. He's a nice guy. And I, I think he's very, very, very good at what he does. But I also think that uh, this is a story that is coming likely out of an agent's office. And that's a guy who's trying to do good for his client. So I'm not going to say that Bill O'Brien is at the, at the forefront of this coaching search. I do, not, uh, I do not believe that is the case today. We're brought to you uh, by Louisiana Health and Injury Centers, helping uh, you deal with pain. You know, if you're hurting, this becomes the center of everything that uh, you do. So if you've got back pain or neck pain, shoulder pain, something that is causing you a restricted motion, something that is... uh, causing you to lose sleep uh, at night, then you get uh, to one of the three locations of Louisiana Health and Injury Centers. They'll get you into a a stretching program. They'll get you into um, some exercises that will alleviate the the, the pressure. They did this for me just a couple of weeks ago uh, where my back tightened up on me and I was in bed for uh, the, the most part of one day. Uh, but it wasn't uh, until I got the, those programs that had worked for me so well in the past, again, from Louisiana Health and Injury Centers to get me back on my feet in a big hurry. Airline Highway, Plank Road, and Jefferson Highway near Drusilla. Dr. Michael Goff, Louisiana Health and Injury Centers. Uh, good college basketball game tonight uh, for LSU. Uh, they're playing Belmont. And I know that's probably not somebody that is uh, terribly exciting. Uh, it's not like UCLA is coming in or anything. But uh, Belmont is a very, very good basketball team out of the Ohio Valley. They will probably win the Ohio Valley uh, this year. They will be uh, likely a favorite in both the regular season and the tournament. And if you look at the projected records uh, and RPIs, of the uh, uh, of Belmont, you see a team that is probably going to win uh, between twenty and twenty two games. Uh, that they, if their record was uh, was twenty two and six or twenty three and five, it wouldn't it would not be a surprise. That is kind of the that's kind of the chalk uh, right now for Belmont. Uh, this is likely to be a quad two game uh, with Belmont. In pretty good shape to be a top 75 team, I would say. They're 3-1 and one out of the gate. Top 75 team, which would make it a uh, make it a quad two win for LSU. Again, I've told you many times, I love the way Will Wade schedules. I love scheduling a game like this uh, because it is a quality opponent. It is a very good, um, very good NET game uh, for LSU. Uh, and you'll see at the end of the year. And yet it's somebody that you don't have to return a trip to. And I only bring that up because too many coaches have used that excuse in scheduling. Well, if you want me to schedule somebody that is going to be a a, a good quality win, 
it's going to have to be somebody out of a power league, so I've got to go uh, back there and we've got to do a home-and-home. Home. No, that's not necessarily the only way that you can build your NET ranking. You build it with teams like this, and Wade does a great job of scouting the teams that are going to be good, and he's got to do this with you know a little bit of foresight, and that team is going to be the best team in the in the Ohio Valley, or that's going to be the best team in the Sun Belt or the Southland or wherever it is, and you don't end up with these, uh, you know, NET three hundred or two fifty games where the the game basically hurts you even if you even if you win it by 40 you're still you're still going to get dinged uh you go and you get uh, the best teams out of these conferences the teams that are most likely to be in the postseason and i think your team gets better in their preparation for conference play and i think these games are also going to help you on selection sunday so lsu and belmont uh tonight from the PMAC, Tigers six and a half point uh, favorite. I want to tell you, uh, this is not supposed to be by any means a blowout. So if LSU uh, can, you know, open up a score on this on this group, don't think, oh, that's just a rental win. Uh, Belmont uh, Belmont's pretty good. Uh, just a, a few things on the uh, on the Florida job. I told you a week ago that uh, I thought if Jeremy Foley was still the athletic director at Florida, that he would have been fired after the Sanford game. Turns out that uh, a loss to Missouri on a two-point conversion to win it uh, was uh, the last straw uh, for Scott Strickland. Where will Florida go uh, for this? Uh, there's been some rumblings right off the bat about Bob Stoops, and if Stoops wants to get back into coaching, um, you know he's he's got a history at the University of Florida. It does not strike me. Bob Stoops doesn't strike me right now. Listening to him on television, a guy who's itching to get back in coaching. Uh, after that. This looks a lot like LSU's. Um, I don't think Lincoln Riley necessarily, uh, but uh, James Franklin, who was a name at the beginning of the the LSU search, really isn't uh, anymore. Uh, Billy Napier's name is, is going to come up a, a lot. I know you're tired hearing me t- t- talk about him, but the guy's a good coach and he's going to get some attention. Uh, but the Florida job has everything that the LSU job does. Um the USC job and the LSU job were debated back and forth. It's two entirely different uh, circumstances. Florida's not. Uh, Florida is LSU, but you know, uh, three states over. You know, it's you got every bit the budget. You've got every bit the recruit. You, you've got three times the recruiting base, but you've also got a lot more schools in there recruiting against you, and, and two in the Power Five in particular. So you, you've got all of the, uh, the the prestige of the Southeastern Conference. You've got all the money. They just uh, are in the process of an $85 million football-only facility. Uh, so it's going to rival anything that, that, that LSU's got. Uh, these are, in a lot of ways, uh, the, the same job. I think LSU's most... Uh, common uh, opponent in the Southeastern Conference is Georgia. I think LSU and Georgia are the most alike as schools. But when you come to just a football job, there's not a lot of difference between LSU and Florida. A lot of people, uh, including uh, my longtime radio broadcast partner, Jimmy Odd, feel like uh, the Florida job is the best job in college football for the resources that you get. So they can attract anybody. Not that Scott Woodward needed any more incentive uh, this week or any more uh, motivation. So uh, we'll see. Tomorrow uh, we'll uh, spend some time talking about the Saints. Uh, didn't 
want to get into that too much today with all the LSU stuff uh, that I wanted to cover. So a little bit more on the Saints uh, tomorrow in LSU's game with Belmont. For Monday, the 22nd of November, this has been the Handicast. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.